0: Welcome (laughs) to the VHMX Suns Podcast, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook App, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> and then Gerald questioned if it was actually me or not, because it's that solid of a burp. I'm just offended
1: one. you assumed it was me. <laughs> it was a good one. I wasn't looking. I just heard it to my left. I assumed it was Espo. <laughs> There's two other people to your left, and you just assumed it's me. <laughs>
0: because it was kind of loud, so I think he thought because it was so I thought it was, it was so in my loud, proximity. Be- yeah,
1: that had some... <laughs> boom
2: to Gerald it. screw all the way off all
0: right oh my gosh what's up guys how you feeling today
2: I was fine oh until God. the last two minutes <laughs>
1: apparently I offended both Lindsay and Espo because Lindsay goes what you don't think I could burp
2: <laughs> the show before the show we should just record that you people would have a. Uh, A much more entertaining time oh
0: my gosh well welcome into the show we're happy to have you guys here unfortunately no real big news on the kevin durant front but a couple small pieces to make note of so uh first and foremost avery johnson went on cbs and shared some information and i believe we have that clip let's go ahead and play it
3: well i think the top destination for kevin durant is definitely the phoenix suns i think Based on the conversations that he's having behind the scenes with his business manager, Rich Kleinman, I know a lot of people in this inner circle. uh, His first choice is the Phoenix Suns. Now, if he lands in Miami, or if he lands even in Boston, sure he'll go and and it. Both of those situations, all three of them, will be much better than what he has with the New York, with the uh, Brooklyn Nets. But his Goal is to play with Devin Booker. Now, how they pull that off, I'm not quite sure. Uh, maybe they get DeAndre Ayton's contract involved with it, but his top destination is to play with the Phoenix Suns. He's been working out with Devin Booker this summer in Los Angeles. They played together last year on our national team. So in a perfect world, he'd like to play with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, play for Coach Monty Williams, and land in the Valley of the
0: Sun. So I think the biggest thing that I took from this is that um, Kevin Durant, obviously we've already discussed that he wants to play with Devin Booker. When the news of KD first hit the scene, everyone was like, oh, Brooklyn's not going to trade him without Devin being a part of the package. And we're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, well, that defeats literally the entire purpose because (laughs) the whole point of coming to Phoenix is to play alongside Devin Booker. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, the fact that they've been working out together this summer already in L.A., I think that's pretty cool and And I think speaks to some the validity of this.
2: Well, and as everybody loves to play social media sleuth this time of year, I'm pretty sure that Avery Johnson's son is friends with Devin Booker, Mm -hmm. which is probably a pretty good source for him to understand Mm -hmm. what the internal thinking of everything is. So you can draw the... You you can make the connections and kind of figure out where it's coming from.
1: Yeah, and it's... I'd like that when we get these types of reports, we can kind of shift away from, well, what about this team that can make a bid for Kevin Durant? Cause while there's nothing to talk about, that's all that we've been talking about is like the Raptors or ooh, the Pelicans could be a sneaky, good destination for Kevin Durant. And yes, they could put together really good trade packages. I'll give them that. But if Kevin Durant doesn't want to go there, the Brooklyn nets are not going to trade him there. Obviously these things can change over time. The longer this drags out, the worse it is for the suns. But at the same time, like if he wants to go to Phoenix, why
2: does it feel like everyone keeps ignoring that he wants to go to Phoenix? Yeah. Like I was listening to wind horses hoop collective podcast driving in today. And they're like, well, you know, I mean, if you look at it, it, you can really make a case for new Orleans and, Mm -hmm. and you know, Zion technically hasn't signed that deal yet. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Come on, guys. Like, why are we – I mean, I get why they're manufacturing it. They they need something to talk about since it's been prolonged. But yesterday, it was Toronto. Today, it seems like New Orleans is coming up uh, and, and Brandon Ingram with everybody. And it's like every sign points to KD has said that Phoenix is where he wants to be. So I don't understand it. And our friend uh, Flex from Jersey on his podcast last night said – and uh, you know that it was either Phoenix or he's back in Brooklyn. Is is the two paths that he's hearing are uh, are where this is going to go? So,
0: so I shouldn't bring up the Raptors and New I Orleans in can. the next topic. I mean, we can.
2: I mean, we could talk about it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I was I was just going to bring it up in the sense of like how much, how much weight do you think these teams actually hold within this conversation? Because I know there is conversation around it. And of course, like, OK, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, odds are shifting regularly, which is to be expected. I don't know that you can read too, too much into that currently because of just how crazy and all over the place this kind of seems from the media side of things. But the odds for Phoenix uh, being Katie's next landing spot are now a plus 130. And yesterday, I believe they were a minus 150.
2: Yeah, I know kind of. Twitter freaked out about this a little bit, even in our Discord. It was a topic of conversation. But what do you expect to happen when the national media focuses their their energy on Toronto yesterday? The money follows that, which then shifts the line. Like, this isn't... This isn't, like, uh, they don't have a crystal ball. No. (laughs) Like, in games and understanding lines and these things that are very analytical, I trust it. But in something that literally you're trying to predict the future and guess uh, in terms of a free agent destination, that line moves with where the the gossip is. So none of it surprises me at all. No. And,
1: And I think with the New Orleans stuff, with the Toronto stuff, like, if we were talking about a slightly lesser caliber of superstar than Kevin Durant like if we were talking about maybe Mm cat he could have his preferred list of destinations but at the end of the day the Timberwolves if they still had cat under four years of contract they would make the best trade for them to rebuild the Nets don't have that luxury because one of their superstars just forced his way out a couple months ago another one is a head case that they don't really want to deal with and their best player you know, they want to give him a shot to win a ring as much as this probably annoys them and is terrible for them. Like they're not going to send him to, you know, San Antonio or whatever, just because they give up a really good package for him. So I think that in this case, like, yes, Toronto and New Orleans can put together great trade packages, but he doesn't want to go there. Like if he wants to go to Phoenix, it's either going to be Phoenix, like Flex said, or it's going to be Brooklyn because those are just the only two destinations that really make sense at this point.
2: Well in the Toronto thing there's a report this morning that they're not willing to give up Scotty Barnes in a deal which I feel KD. like would be
0: the biggest selling point if right. you're making exactly. a deal with Toronto so then if I'm the Brooklyn Nets I'm like okay thanks bye.
2: Right. Yeah the only I could see Toronto potentially involved in some kind of three team if they really want mm-hmm. DA and, and yeah. in some way but I don't see them as the Kevin Durant destination. And, and I think, you know, that that's the one everybody has this pipe dream that that he's going there. Somebody in the chat brought up a great point, though. Why would Katie want to go to the place where they cheered his ACL tear? <laughs> yeah, like that's that. Like thing. this guy is a guy that very much uh, bases things on how he feels about a situation. Uh, it, it cares about the viewpoint of, of people around him. He's not going to go to a town that openly was happy that he had, uh, you know, what could have been a career-altering injury at the time. Right.
0: I mean, I sure as heck wouldn't want to do that. And, I mean, (laughs) let's be honest. I know we've talked about this a lot, but Kevin Durant holds quite a bit of power in Mm. this situation because all his agent has to do is call up the front office in any of these other towns and just be like, hey, I'm just letting you know you can try. And if a trade happens, that's great, but I can't promise you that KD's going to actually suit up for you.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, this has been this has been posturing all week. That's been the word of the week, because right now the Nets are trying to reestablish leverage so they can get as much as they can out of their superstar player, which is what you're supposed to do as a GM when you're put in a terrible situation like this. Um, You know, we've heard the reports that they're going to be fine going back to camp if they have to with Kevin Durant and Kyrie, to which I say bullshit like you're not that's a very toxic situation you've lost Bruce Brown you've lost some of your role players yes you're bringing back Patty Mills but like you're a first round exit maybe second round exit next year if you bring it back and somehow convince everybody to buy in to another season of what just happened uh you know we saw the the thing from Jake Fisher that was like an, an anonymous GM said DeAndre Ayton Mikhail Bridges Cam Johnson and five first round picks wouldn't do it for me for KD yes.
2: Yeah. yeah, glad yeah. Sean Marks is uh, being an anonymous GM <laughs> an anonymous for Jake GM. Fisher. Like like I think you said uh, Bob Myers would be the other guy <laughs> it, saying that because they don't want the West to be tougher. Like give me a break. That If, if that was the offer, it, you know, I get that they don't want DA necessarily, but mm-hmm. the point was all that talent and those picks wasn't enough. Like you said, bullshit. That's not true.
0: I kind of feel bad for Jake Fisher right now because I feel like a lot of the things that he's sharing have no doubt come from legit sources. Yeah. But I kind of feel like he's low-key being played a little bit for a narrative but because some of the stuff he shared, I'm just like, that the math ain't mathing on that he, one.
2: He might know it, though, too. It could be a, hey... We're gonna Or maybe we're getting this. played, and well, he's maybe. like, "Listen up, y'all, you're this all, is real." You're all I don't know; could well, very well
0: be that.
2: But sometimes you get information, and even if it's not quite accurate, you get the the comeuppance the next time, and you get the the real deal. There's a lot of posturing, so That's
1: you, fair. yeah. This time of year, it's tough to tell. When you're getting information from a source, if it's real or if you're being used as a mouthpiece, yeah. uh, it can be hard to decipher those types of things because people will tell you things straight up to your face and
0: I mean, you expect can say, you to believe it. You could say the same thing about Wode right now. A lot of people are out there questioning mm-hmm. how much he is – like some of the things he's saying are very favorable to one side versus another. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, it's kind of the game, I guess, realistically.
2: Oh, yeah. The only people that know uh, – really where they stand is people that work for the team mm-hmm. and they have to shovel the bullshit right <laughs> which i can speak to i've yes. been there i've done that and you know what you have to do like that's you know <laughs> the way you're you're having to play the game but i i think sometimes reporters trust sources and kind of understand what their what their part and all of it is
0: yeah because mm-hmm. you everyone's got a role to play and sometimes you got to do a I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine kind of Mm -hmm. a situation. Mm -hmm. Um, If you do want to get in on the action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, download it right now and make sure you use that promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit after using that promo code, and you're going to get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And
2: and hop in there and get that plus 200 on the Suns because – you can make make some money after we saw it in the in the minus uh, for a while. Right, we'll, we'll at take least the odds shot. are
0: better, so mm-hmm. can make a little bit more money on it. One thing that I do want to bring up, and you guys, we all talked about this before the show, is just how cool it is. Like, I think this is kind of... We've all seen it being talked about on social media, but I feel like it's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle of the KD situation. How cool it is that Devin is such a magnet now. He's created this uh, destination for Phoenix, if you will, for superstars. And I love that.
2: Yeah, I, I think Devin Booker may be a, an, an evil genius or <laughs> or some kind of uh, truth teller or future, uh, you know, seeing the future mm-hmm. because there's this great quote from 2018, November of 2018. The Suns are sitting at 4 and 15 at the time. And he says, I like, I'd like. i like to build a super team. I'd like the super team to come to me because there were all this speculation that he'd ask out. 2018, 4-15 at the time, it, it looked like it was just going to be <laughs> a rough go of it for him. Then all of a sudden CP3 wants to play with him. Then now we've got the Kevin Durant, uh, you know, rumors. Devin Booker has become a magnet." For stars and I love it because it did not seem possible even when he said this it did not seem possible it sounded crazy and now we're we're legitimately talking about it
1: yeah I mean it's it's kind of what we've been hoping for for him all along you know we've been saying for years that no Devin Booker is legitimately good he just needs help around him like literally anybody to help him um, and the whole outside world talked about how he wasn't good at this or he wasn't good enough here or how he was, you know, a losing player or uh, a stat sheet stuffer on losing teams. And now we're seeing not only Chris Paul, who's arguably at worst, the third best point guard in NBA history, mm-hmm. want to be traded here. We're seeing Kevin Durant, who's at worst, a top 20 player of all time, want to come here and play with book. And notice he's, it starts with book. It's not even with Chris Paul. It's with Devin Booker. Yeah. Like that is insanely cool. He's just he has this aura, this persona about him that, yes, it's it's dedicated to winning and competition and honing his craft. But also at the same time, like he's just a cool as shit dude. Like everything he tweets is just like, wow, that's 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 profound. That's pretty neat. (laughs) Like Everything that he does. He's
2: that kind of dude. He's a trendsetter. I can't wait. He's your
0: favorite player's favorite player.
2: Exactly. I can't wait till you find out he has some 23-year-old running his Twitter account and (laughs) your mind gets blown there.
0: I would be, okay, because I do know a few players who have people run their social accounts. Mm. I would be really surprised if Devin did just because of the lack of how often he posts. Oh, yeah. I do. I genuinely think it's all Devin.
2: It would be the easiest job in the world with the amount that he does oh, not 100%, post. Oh, so. one hundred percent.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying people don't write copy for him for certain ads yeah, and things like okay. that, but as far as things that seem like they come straight from Devin, I genuinely think they actually do.
2: Yeah. Uh, I Larry Fitzgerald was one of those guys that had a a ghostwriter for all his tweets. So I know yeah. it's, I know it's out there, but uh There's
0: a lot I, of them uh, and I don't blame them for having no. it because you can make a lot of money off of social media if you're super active on it, but being super active on it when you have such a demanding job is difficult.
2: But yes, he's cool on t-
1: on social. <laughs> I how, sorry. How how much do you think they get paid to be a ghostwriter oh, on Twitter? Six figures, one
2: Depending on depending do they have on the other athlete. duties
1: or is it just that one thing? You would like, manage their guy? whole
0: social media. so yeah. you would be you would basically be creating content. So whether that's working with teams or if you're a shooter yourself, going to open gyms or when they have practices and stuff, taking photos, creating highlight videos, um, writing the copy for it, working with probably managers as well and agents as far as like social media campaigns go. Depending on the player, I could see anywhere from sixty thousand to to uh one hundred and twenty maybe, depending okay. on the player yeah. and how how active and involved the social media campaigns are.
1: So I guess the majority of the work would probably come on Instagram then.
2: Why do I feel like he's asking TikTok's because he, <laughs> he, he wants to, to like, get, a get a job? How do I get a job? How do we this happen? <laughs> I can write cool like book and then he can have a campaign. No, uh, I would
1: be very bad at that job. <laughs>
2: My nah, tweets would all be it. perfectly <laughs> grammatically
1: correct, and sh- there's just no room for that. Yeah, that's true. Fair Gerald enough. would
0: Hate if if he had to work for a player who was like, I don't want to use any punctuation or any capital <laughs> no. letters. He'd be like, would be
1: like, but
4: AP <laughs> style <laughs> though. Gerald's first night of work. Like I have them d shook tonight. That's true.
0: The puns would give it away. We'd be able to tell this was a yeah. Gerald tweet every single time.
2: But but. Yes, he's very cool. He's mm-hmm. a he, he has a an aura about him that draws players to him. I mean, it's part of why the the city fell so in love with him too. You know, mm. I, you know, it's 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 just this. He has that star feeling ever since he was eighteen. That first year he came in the league, uh, you know, and we were around him with the team. Everybody said. This guy isn't an 18 year old. This guy is acting like mm-hmm. a 24, 25 year old NBA vet. He's built for this. And I think that's what other players see too. And that's why, you know, from word one, you know, even LeBron was saying, hey, keep an eye on this D book guy. Mm-hmm. And it, it's paid off massively.
1: Yeah. And Monty's been saying for years, he's the oldest 23 year old I've ever mm-hmm. met, oldest soul I've ever met for a 24 year old. So it is cool that that maturity and kind of that leadership quality that he has to just put his head down, grind through some really tough years. I mean, it was tough for me to just cover the damn team. I can't imagine what it would be like to be the face of it and, you know, people be waiting for you to finally make that leap. And now it's here and now we're seeing star players want to come to Phoenix. That's something that only a handful of people in this franchise have ever been in that same category.
2: Who do you think Monty says is the youngest uh, 23-year-old he's ever Oh boy, I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, I think, that's... <laughs> I think, I think no. we're talking about him next. So. <laughs> oh,
3: boy.
0: Um, But, yeah, I really hope, like, I think that's one of the biggest things behind this whole Kevin Durant thing as far as, like, I, it's Kevin Durant. You want him on your team and everything. Don't get me wrong. But I would love to see Devin have a guy like KD on his team because I think he deserves it. I mean, honestly, we all deserve it. But like you said, being the face of that for so many years Mm -hmm. definitely uh, deserves to have a little bit of of some love finally on his side. Well, the nice (laughs) thing
2: about it when these guys come in with such reverence and respect for what Book does is you don't get this. Whose team is it? Right. There's Mm -hmm. not that people worried about that with CP3. It's very much still Booker's team, you know, I think Kevin Durant would also say, hey, look, I know I'm a, an all time great, but this is Devin Booker's team, you know, and and be all right with that. And that also speaks volumes to, mm-hmm. to what he's been able to do.
0: You know, speaking of his Twitter and some people brought it up in the chat too, uh, that 2K cover. So I'm pretty sure it leaked. Is that it's not official, no, it but
2: a, it was a fake.
0: Is it? It, was it a looked fake. very similar though to the DT Sue Bird one. Was
2: it? The, are you talking about the one with him in the Valley jersey? Yeah, yeah, that was a fake. Well, that's turned
1: sick. out it was a fake. But well, it looks very I thought it was much a like DT's one. the purple jersey, the purple jersey with the like flames. Yeah, eye background. I
2: haven't seen that. It was one. A, you're
0: right. A it's right. A, it's a purple jersey, and it's like a sunset, like basically okay. like the Valley gradient, okay. and then like some cacti and things of that nature. I didn't
2: see that. I saw I saw one of him in the valley jersey that was uh, debunked it was from a uh, oh. from a fake account but look uh, I I love that he's on that cover and I love that we get DT as yeah. well yeah. and guess what he's on there and DT's the other one, and then Michael Jordan is the is the third one. I think they're just saying Devin Booker is one of the greatest of all time when you sandwich <laughs> him with those. So suck at anybody that's saying Devin Booker doesn't deserve to be on the cover of that video game.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of people in the chat who are saying the one that we were talking about with the purple jersey and the valley colors in the back is the real one. It looks very similar to the same style of the DT Sue Bird one, and they did a really good job designing that. But mm-hmm. Devin tweeted out, all that hate, why you ain't tired – I'm guessing a lot of it has to do with that because I've seen a lot of people be very upset about Devin getting the cover of this uh, video game and to that I say, don't you have more important things to worry about right now?
1: It's a cover of a video game. It's a like, video game. Go outside. <laughs> fuck.
0: <laughs> or just put the video game in the console and play it and leave the box alone.
4: Like, Just calm down. Or just
1: buy <laughs> the MJ yeah. one. Like, it's
4: literally not that big a video Nobody even buys physical copies anymore. Right. It doesn't matter. Right.
1: Oh,
2: I will be this year. Yeah, yeah. For both the DT and uh, and the Devon, I'll have two copies for no good reason. I game. saw somebody
0: on Twitter say, if you don't actually want to play the game, just buy the empty box on eBay and save yourself 50 bucks. And I was like, hey, hey. I like this guy <laughs> giving out some, some good
2: financial advice. Smart. Like, I... Honestly, we talked about it briefly before, but anybody that says Devin Booker doesn't deserve to be on the cover of this game, doesn't watch him play, and forgot he won the damn 2K NBA player tournament, so
0: that's big yeah,
2: screw all the way off.
0: <laughs> A quick reminder to everyone listening, we are going to have our PHNX Coyotes crew draft day live party July 7th at 4 p.m. at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. And we want to invite you to come hang out. It's going to be a lot of fun. They're going to have some guests joining in. A lot of the PHNX crew will be there. Espo's going to be there. Shane's going to be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Four Peaks, of course, has fantastic drinks Mm -hmm. and food available for the whole family. You do have to be 21 or older to enjoy the beer. And we ask that you enjoy responsibly. But anybody in the family can come on down to the pub, have some food, hang out with the crew and uh Hopefully watch the coyotes do something good.
2: Yeah, get them chicken tendies.
0: Mm-hmm. I think is
2: what the kids call them. Something like they that. They call them nuggies, so I assume they call them tendies too. hi Shane, he's Shane. Did, are they tendies? They're tendies. All tendies. right. <laughs> Look at
0: that Shane cool. keeping us young. I got to put the hat oh, backwards.
2: No. Look at yeah. that. hip again. <laughs> 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 gonna put that back now.
0: <laughs> all right. With all this conversation, mm-hmm. another thing that's kind of gotten lost, mm-hmm. So what are we gonna do with DeAndre and y'all?
2: What's the, what's the plan? <laughs> I, this is it's the weirdest thing because we expected that we'd have two weeks of complete what it, what's happening with Da? Is he coming back? Are they signing and trading? Like what the hell is going on? And it all got buried with uh, with the KD stuff, and we haven't even heard a peep of this team's considering a, 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 a you know an offer. Him, we uh, did
0: hear something on Twitter. I don't remember who reported it, but the it was a pretty simplistic report that DA is meeting with other teams, which I would assume he should like, he should be. That's not really a big surprise. I think the thing that's so weird is that we haven't even heard rumors of a team being interested in giving him an offer sheet.
2: We have not heard anything on that front in what a week and a half. I mean, the last we heard was Atlanta wasn't willing to pay him the max right Mm -hmm. so
1: i i feel like da's situation is entirely contingent on what happens with kd and we're probably not going to get any resolution on that until the durant situation sorts itself out because like i think figuring out okay where would he be willing to be signed and traded to who wants him and wants to be involved as a third team is probably one of the big things holding this whole thing up because if the nets don't want da you need to include him probably in this deal to account for the salary especially if you're trying to keep one of mikhail or cam you just can't get away with keeping da and one of those two so i feel like he's going to be involved in this trade somehow um you know there is a a world where kd trade falls through they bring da back and then they revisit this later but I just have a hard time seeing them working out a separate DA deal and then doing KD. I,
2: I think we're down the path where he this is a sign and trade regardless. Mm. I don't think even if the KD thing falls through, I don't see where where they bring him back at this point. At that point you're trying to figure out how do we plug some of our holes that we have without any free agency left because there's really I mean, you look at it. There's not a lot left in terms of that mid-level exception. We had talked about Thomas Bryant yesterday on the show. He's a Laker now. That's mm-hmm. not. That's not happening. Like, you're talking about names like Dwight Howard and Dennis Schroeder right now. Yeah. And that's that's not going to get it done. So the one path, if the DA thing falls through, is moving. Or excuse me, the the KD stuff falls through, is moving Aiton for some kind of pieces that help fill these gaps for you. Uh, which is which is interesting. I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I so to your point, I do think there is a a scenario where they work something out that effectively kind of functions like a three team trade, but to get around the trickiness of base year compensation and the the math, the requirements of a sign and trade, they do a separate deal that brings in some assets that then they can reroute to Brooklyn to you know, give them more assets for Kevin Durant. That's a possibility in that case. I feel like you're still looking at the same teams we've been talking about for weeks. It's like yeah. Atlanta, Indiana, and um, you know maybe Utah, San Antonio. But I, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like the whole market is waiting for this KD thing to sort itself out. I, I just, I feel like DA's lumped in with that, unfortunately, for now.
2: I, I feel like at this point, it's this weekend, if we hear anything start to break with it, well, everybody, agents, executives are going to be, in, in Vegas, I think some face-to-face meetings could start to shake things out where we hear this team's willing to offer DeAndre Ayton, uh, you know, a, a contract and, and things start to fall in place. I don't know that we'll get the KD deal, but I think we'll hear some movement on DA likely.
0: So a couple of people in the chat have mentioned that Gambo said this morning that Indiana is interested in giving DA an offer sheet. And then Clayton in the comments earlier in the show said, crazy DA hasn't signed an offer sheet to force Phoenix to make a decision. What are the odds, in your opinion, that DA would just sign just to be done with it?
1: I think if A, A, if a team wanted to sign him to an offer sheet, the offer sheet would have been there already. And B, I think that DA and the Suns are actually kind of cooperating with each other to try and figure out where either to bring him back or to reroute him. Because there are a lot of moving pieces right now. And I feel like if he really wanted to screw the Suns and get that offer sheet, if there was one available, he would have done it by now. Like the moratorium period's over. He can sign that now. Well,
0: and I think it makes the most sense for DA and his camp to work with the Mm Suns because worst case scenario, the Suns could just ship him off to some place he doesn't want to be or sit on him and maybe even devalue him even more and just make life. Kind of miserable for him in a certain capacity if they really – if it was really that much tension between the two of them.
2: Well, they can't send him where he doesn't want to go because he has to agree to the contract. That's true but with the, the sentiment trade. The sentiment's true because they can take his value in some ways in this process. You know, they could match they though, could though and match. then send him
0: wherever they want later right. on. So um, if you want to have a say, you do have to play nice in the sandbox a little bit in mm -hmm. this situation. Yeah.
2: I still believe if, if a max offer sheet comes, which at this point I don't think it does unless, uh, unless an indie changes their mind after the, the Malcolm Brogdon deal and they look at things and they go, this is our best option to get a center and get rid of miles Turner, which it sounds like that's high on their priority list. Mm -hmm. Then maybe that, uh, That offer sheet comes. But if a Max comes, I don't think he's waiting
1: any longer. No, but I just don't think it's coming. And I think if a Max offer sheet is coming and the Suns get wind of it, they will immediately tell him, like, look, we'll send you there, but we're going to do a sign and trade because we need to get something back out of this. And I think most of the teams that would be interested in DA have at least something that the Suns can be like, okay, we'll take that, and then maybe Brooklyn will also be interested in this.
2: Yeah, I don't think he's signing it. I don't think he's signing it despite outright. the Suns. Yeah. Because then they just match it and that there's no there's no benefit in that on any side. So in
1: that scenario, then it would be I think if that happened and he signed an offer sheet and the Suns matched, that's basically to me, maybe signaling the white flag that like Kevin Durant is going back to Brooklyn at least until the trade deadline, at least until past December when we can trade this guy that we just had to re sign. Yeah. So that's something to keep an eye on, but
0: I do feel really bad for DeAndre and all of this. Um, regardless of how you feel about the on-court stuff, I do think this kind of just sucks for him as a person mm-hmm. because it is such a tough situation, and both sides are responsible for the situation at hand. Don't get me wrong, but I just hope that wherever Da ends up, whether it's with the Suns or another team, that um, things are a little bit easier right. for it's, him it's, moving forward.
2: It's part of the. It's part of what happens when you bet on yourself, though. Sometimes sometimes you make the wrong bet. I mean, that's yeah. well, you know, I I've been in that situation. I bluffed that I was willing to take another job to try to get a better better deal out of my current employer. And they said, Well, it's been nice knowing you, you know, like early early in my career and you learn the lesson, you know, that sometimes there's consequences to to things. And I think this may be the he overvalued himself and that's kind of how he winds up in the situation.
1: Uh, yeah, and I think it's a tough marketplace too because there weren't that many teams to begin with that were going to have the money to make him a max offer. So I think part of it is just rough circumstances for him. But it sucks because DA is a guy that it feels like we can't have a rational conversation about him yeah. without one of two extreme sides getting pissed off. Because like you even see it in the chats. like We've got half the people saying the Suns didn't maximize his value, which is complete horseshit if you go back and look at it how they use him. They got him one of the greatest point guards of all time to up his efficiency to career-high levels the last two years. They set him up on a silver platter, and he's an elite finisher. That's what he's best at. And then you look at the other side, and and it's like, oh, he doesn't care about the team. He only cares about money, about himself. Being around the guy every day, I can say that's horseshit too because he literally came back and put the team first after not getting Mm -hmm. the contract that many of us felt he deserved. So it's one of those things where there's truth to both sides Mm -hmm. of this. And the truth is somewhere in the middle of two outrageous extremes. most of the time,
2: by the way, we've had bull and horse shit on the show. Is there like a scale? Like is one more than the other? Is it the horse? I think it goes,
1: I think it goes like goat shit, Bullshit and then horseshit <laughs> okay. is like the most outlandish. Right.
2: Where does chicken
0: shit fall in this?
1: Below go. Chicken shit is yeah, that's like weak. Yeah, oh. it's like, yeah.
2: that's I, when you're not I feel too like mad. That's
0: a fun. That's a fun little jab.
2: I feel like I we like need to throw out occasionally. I feel like we need to have a, a threat level matrix of this. Where we're where are we today? Where we've reached horseshit level today. So hmm. anyway, well, sorry I, don't I don't took us there. <laughs> no, mean, that's
0: fine. honestly, again, either way, whichever way the cards fall, hopefully. Everyone gets a better situation and uh, is successful in their own type of way.
2: Give them all flowers, Linda.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you can't I, – I can't help it. I know. I can't I help like the, it. it just I appreciate it that like, about you. I really enjoy DA as a person. I think he's a solid dude. I think he's a great basketball player as well. But I understand that this, this is a business and there are certain <laughs> parts of this business that – are far beyond being a good person or a good basketball player. Like, yeah. it just is what it is.
2: Gerald gives horse shit, and then you use that as manure to grow your flowers. It's all fine. <laughs> exactly. it, it's the circle of life. Exactly. Right. Wait, while we're giving we're out flowers, together. we
1: do have the uh, the projected cover here for Ooh. 2K3 if we want to show that. Ooh. Yeah, see? that would be fire. Okay. <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> if that's Tell real, that's, that's not cool. Dope. And that looks
0: that. very similar to. to the DT, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, very it. it, much. it it's like okay, I could see this being—it's the same type of style of
2: art. Yeah, I'm down for that. I want to—I want to get that cover and the DT cover, a big poster Posters, size in cool. our new in our new offices when we. Those would be yeah.
1: really there. cool. See, very yeah, similar it is very style. Similar. Of the art.
2: I'll give you that. That's probably true. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I mean, big fan of that one. Yeah, I—I I don't know how you look at that cover and complain about it, like. People have nothing better to do? Because it's not Luka Doncic? Is that
2: If only it had uh, Jamal Murray, like, what's the the debate? If only Jamal Murray was healthy, he would have been
1: on the cover instead.
0: (laughs) All right. It is time for a fun game, and this one is going to be presented by OGs today because I just decided. OGs just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, a pina colada, a perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend. That is perfect for summertime activities like hanging out at Summer League in Las Vegas, pool parties, maybe some late evening or very early morning hikes, not middle of the day hikes. Uh, Lots of fun stuff. Helping you you with your
2: anxiety over the Kevin Durant stuff. (laughs) Because you've been holding onto your phone for five straight days and you haven't gotten the Woj uh, alert that you've been hoping for.
0: Exactly. So if you want to check out OGs, Online at OGsBrands.com or on Instagram at OGsBrands, please do so. Also, you can find their products at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Don't forget that. Okay, so this game is called Just Bored.
2: Because- and it's a
0: play on words because we're halfway bored and we also have whiteboard.
2: Look at this. I blew the budget on uh, $3 worth of whiteboards today. So. <laughs> and
0: Shane's going to host this, and he's going to ask us the mm-hmm. questions, and then we're all going to write our answers on the whiteboard, and then we're going to turn them around and see if we all feel the same way or not.
1: Okay, so this is kind of like the, what was that, marriage game or the newlywed yeah, game? Yeah, newly match game. game. Right, yeah, or,
2: yeah okay.
4: or match game, but not really.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> What's all our right. first question? First question is, what percent chance... Do you put on KD coming to the Suns at at one hundred percent? Do do la la la. I'm just singing because there's no. You guys are just right.
2: How do we how I do know. we not get music for this Shane? This is my bad.
4: Oh, do I we just do yeah, we do we, we flip it have. when we're ready or do um, we do a I'll, countdown? When you guys are all done, let me know. All right, okay. All uh, right. Locked in, ready to all go. Right. Flip yours in three, two, okay. Oh, sorry. Two. Oh, sorry. Flip it. I oh, didn't no, know it's countdown. Right. So okay. Gerald has sixty percent. Mm-hmm. As well as fifty-one. And Lindsay has 78. Why'd you pick 78, Lindsay?
0: I don't know. It just seemed like it was a good number.
1: So you literally, Espo, went with the slightly better than half.
4: This this
2: is, (laughs) I'm a nervous human being and anything that I give 51% to is Uh about the highest percentage (laughs) I can give (laughs) in certainty. You asked me, my wife and I will be together 13 years next week. You asked me my thoughts on, is she staying 51%? (laughs) Like, that's that's as high as I could get. I really
0: hope so, but I'm really nervous at the
2: same time. 51. You really harnessed your inner (laughs) Lindsay
1: on this one, riding the (laughs) fence there. I put on on the chaps and I rode that fence. (laughs) The chat
0: on this one, we've got a couple different numbers. We've got 89, 40, 99, 69. Nice. 85 33 33 and a 75 and then a whole bunch more so 33 is the lowest one and okay. then 99.9% <laughs> is the highest one so that's a pretty pretty big uh,
4: we got yeah that's a swing I, yeah. yeah what's next all right next question which team will TA end up on mm. da you're welcome everybody this is tough DJ father on the mic I feel like I write like a three year old we're writing on
2: whiteboards meant for three-year-olds, so it's all right.
4: You guys ready? We're ready. Yep. Yeah. Three. I'm locked in. Two. One. Go. Yeah. Well, Gerald says Raptors. Aspo says Pacers. And Lindsay, with a nice little music note, says Jazz. <laughs> Ooh, look at that. How did you have time to draw a music note? Good job. Lindsay. Um, so pretty. It's only so three letters
1: or <laughs> four letters. I guess that's I'm just true. being
0: really artistic. Uh,
1: maybe yet. I spent too much time thinking I, about you it. You
0: say Ra- you say Indiana. Yeah. You say Raptors. I say Jazz. I I'm just hopeful that. They can get a three-team deal done. I feel like that seems like a very good route for all of these teams to take. Mm. Why did you pick Indy and why did you pick the Raptors?
2: Because we keep hearing a, a all-star level type player from the Nets, and mm. I feel like you could convince them that Miles Turner is that guy and it doesn't hard cap them and, and all the stuff as to why they don't want uh, DA. So I, I think that's the path to get a three-way done there.
1: I'm, I'm going Raptors just because I feel like if they involve OGN and Obi, that might be one of the best pieces outside of Mikael Bridges that the Nets are going to get in a three-team deal. The Jazz are another intriguing one to me, and I really wanted to put the Hawks because I still like the three-team trade that I came up with last week that involved like John Collins going to Brooklyn and Clint Capella coming here, but there's been like no whispers or movement on that front, so I'm, I
2: might have to let the dream die there. Do you... Does does yours change if it's just a signing trade with no KD involved?
1: Probably, yeah. But
2: yeah. Uh, Indy, Indy, and the Hawks in that yeah. case are the two that I look at. So. Or the so,
1: Spurs. I think the Spurs could still be in the mix there. You but. want well, Purtl? <laughs> He's better than anyone. <laughs> so <laughs> so we <laughs> can have a Jock and a Yakub. I'm telling you, if they make a KD trade, <laughs> jo- if they make a KD trade <laughs> and don't get a starting caliber center back. You immediately call San Antonio and see what you can do for Pertle because he only makes like nine million. He's a starting caliber center, and you might be able to get him for like two first, two second rounders.
2: Lindsay just sold me on it. Mm-hmm. If we can have Yach and Jock as our Jock center, I'm in. <laughs> I am full <laughs> in sure on that. I'm sure we could now. come up
0: with a really fun game or a segment called Yock and Jock that we can implement um, into our shows our show.
2: So. I'm all in.
0: In the chat, we've got a lot of people saying the Suns. For where DA ends up, a lot of people saying Utah, handful Indiana, one Golden State, um, oh. and then a lot of G League teams, what? which I
2: think is mean. Golden <laughs> State,
1: <laughs> which what? I think is mean. That,
2: that terrifies me. Well, we know it won't be the Suns then since they have no G League teams. Uh, yeah, that's right. not be that. So Alright, what's the next <laughs> To <laughs> Detroit of all places Oh.
4: Uh, <laughs> next question is Who has the power in the KD trade situation
0: This one was a tough one I don't know, I'm like
2: 50-50
4: uh, uh, but... I think that's where
2: I'm going to go I think this is where it is
4: Alright, pencils down
2: oh, Hold on, I'm, I'm not right ready she's drawing, drawing she's drawing a picture Of who's in power right now I Can't, come on, not know God. why I did
0: math. I they tried did. to add what? math into this. Who, math who
2: said you had to give anything math-wise?
0: Wait, does this math add up? No,
4: who cares? Three, She's, two... Is that no. Math? no! No, wait, no, living, wait, not wait, not wait no, no! It's a four, Lindsay, here. Right. Uh, Gerald says hysteria. Is that a plus sign? And chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so the
2: Joker has the power <laughs> yes. in this situation.
4: Espo says OGs oh, and KD. Oh. <laughs> OGs has been out there the whole time. Oh. It's, it's sponsorship, right? And 50. What, what, okay, what did you wow, put? she rode the
1: fence. <laughs> I
4: did. Because she couldn't do the math. <laughs> Wait, I couldn't. What was, it? What was the, math that, what
2: the, the math? She I had 56% I thought and it was 64%. 50. <laughs> yeah, I did. I fucked that one up. I meant 40. You Whatever. meant 40, yes. <laughs> um, um, I had
0: the numbers wrong. But no, honestly, I feel like it is the Nets and it is KD because... If the Nets try and trade Katie to a team he doesn't want to go to, he has a ton of power to be able to scare away that team. Mm -hmm. But then the Nets also can just say, we're not playing ball. He's under contract. They technically can just be like, sorry, we're going to deal with whatever drama comes from this situation, and we'll move you later when we think we have a better deal.
2: Look, KD has the the nuclear option. He can tell the Nets he won't report Mm -hmm. there. And uh, even back to the Nets... He has the power in this. If he really wants out, he will get out.
1: Yep, yeah, and that's probably the next logical step. If this lasts another month and he's still not dealt and we get closer to training camp, that quickly turns into a report. Kevin Durant's not reporting to training camp. And then hysteria and chaos come back into play <laughs> again.
4: Uh, I like your answer. A
2: yeah. summer of hysteria <laughs> and chaos. <laughs> We're
4: already there. Oh, that's true. <laughs> we live there. All right, next one is simple. Woes or shams? Oh, man. Lindsay's definitely going to pander or something here. Oh, not, you not think pander. so? She's just going to ride the fence.
0: Oh, you think so?
4: She's going to be like, whams. <laughs> whams. <laughs> you should have ran that. That
0: would have yeah.
2: been funny. All right. Three,
4: two, one. Shams. Woj from Gerald. Shams from the other two. I
2: have I have a personal reason, though. Okay. I've interviewed both gentlemen. Okay. Shams was super cool. Mm. And then I asked Woj. It was when Woj Bomb first started. Mm-hmm. And I asked him how he felt about it, and he gave me the world's weirdest face, which is a great picture I still have. Mm. But I I felt insulted, so Shams gets the win on this for me. Wait,
0: what was the face?
2: I'll I'll bring the I'll bring the picture. I'll tweet like, the was picture. Was he mad sugar. about
0: it being a Woj no? Form, it was the or was most he just like it, this is uncomfortable for me.
2: Well, everything seems uncomfortable for Woj, but like uh, it was it was the <laughs> it was the look that he uh, it was just like this awkward like. hmm? Huh? And I don't don't know. It just made me uncomfortable. So, so Shams gets my vote.
1: I don't really have a preference, but Shams pisses me off because I have notifications on my phone for both. And Shams so often will be trying to push it out so quickly. He'll do a typo and I'll get two notifications because he deleted the first one and had to go back and do the next one. (laughs) Drives me insane. That's
0: where Gerald draws the lines. Typos.
1: (laughs) Drives me insane. Maybe you could be his ghost tweeter. <laughs> you should. No, <laughs> you no should. I don't want that kind of stress in my life. Did you read the article that he participated in about how he like has all his phones on him how whenever he, he doesn't is. like hang out with his friends and stuff like his, that? Like his story's crazy though. Yeah, though. He, no, he's he he's up, phenomenal. So. He's like yeah. an incredible journalist. Don't get me wrong, but like I don't want that to be my
2: life, man. <laughs> oh, well, then think... you're fired, Gerald. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: I also think that um, Woj. Woj was super fun when it when he first kind of, like, became Woj, right? And, like, the Woj bombs and all that stuff. Mm. But then corporate America kind of killed it ESPN. for him a little You're bit. You're saying ESPN killed it. Yeah, but it's essentially
2: corporate. <laughs> being, Disney, being corporate. Disney murdered Woj's like, fun. I
0: mean, even just the idea of him not being able to break news on, like, draft night, now it has to be... Like, you have to be so particular about, well, it looks like they're interested in this guy. Mm. I'm just like, okay, just let him do his thing. Let him do his thing. Do we have
2: another one, Shane?
4: Yeah, last one. Um, What is the worst thing about Vegas since we're all going to be there um, by tomorrow night? Which I'm excited for. I don't think Lindsay's very excited um, because she doesn't want to spend time with me, but...
2: Is Lindsay ever excited about anything? Yes, I'm excited Sleep. about a
0: lot of things. Sleep. Yes.
4: All right, I'm locked in. All right, three, two, oh God, one. Mm-hmm. Yep, I knew Lindsay was going to say everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah, I <laughs> literally that was it. Um, Gerald says hangovers, and uh, Esper says clubs, which I agree with.
0: Also, you know what I saw on TikTok last night?
4: Oh no. Oh, what?
0: Just wait. Hold on to your britches. <laughs> This guy literally is pretty sure he got monkeypox from Vegas,
2: like a week ago. Okay, but they say you can only you can only get (laughs) monkeypox if you're basically making out with somebody, or you planning. I'm not planning on doing anything like that. I'll be good.
0: All I'm saying is he went through Vegas. And now he's covered in rashes, and they don't know what it that is. is. Well, that's wait, not monkeypox. That's, that's something else. He said they haven't <laughs> confirmed it for sure, but his doctors have told him all signs I, point to monkeypox. I'm be, just
2: saying. I feel oh. like this guy is trying to hide something. Like I was in Vegas. I that's where I got it. Like there's probably something else going on. By the way, so says Jay in the chat. Says overpriced pizza. Yeah, uh, everything like the, is so would you expensive. Like the, well, but would you like the story behind why you said that? Why? Sure. We were in summer league three years ago. Uh, myself, so says Jay and our, our friend uh, Paul, and we stop late night after after the earthquake game mm. in in Vegas, and uh, <laughs> we get in line, and and Jay, my legal representation, is a little. Little drunk and winds up spending eighty or seventy five dollars on what amounted to like three slices of pizza and some garlic. How, so you got bamboozled. Yeah, it turned. Out, we were in. I think we were in uh, either the Luxor or Excalibur or something. Oh no, one of those. Yeah. Uh, and but it turned out we're pretty sure he also paid for like the eight people, eight person group <laughs> behind us ah, as well. So that's the it. pizza story.
1: I was going to yeah. say you got to go to get that secret pizza at the Cosmo. That's where it's at.
2: I don't know what that is. Ooh. The secret pizza. Oh, will you take me there? Like oh, it's kind of like about secret, secret pizza. pizza. It's
1: kind of like Narnia, though. Like you have to be very inebriated to find the entryway. I feel like. So wait, what? You have to be. I mean, that's how that's how I've found it every time. I have not or been able just, to find it sober. So just,
4: That blows my mind. It's like Drunken I Recall. I think it's the other way around. Drunken
1: Recall? <laughs> yeah.
4: That sounds like a
2: fun 80s movie,
4: action
1: yeah. movie. Also, second on the list besides The Hangovers is The Heat. And I feel totally. like that gets lost in this because it's going to be so damn hot.
2: But the
0: only positive, like the only like saving grace of that is that if you're staying on the strip, everything is for the most part connected or you're only outside for maybe five minutes while That's you're true. moving from building to building. Mm. Um, so at least it's kind of like those Milwaukee or Minnesota tunnels we were talking about the other day. Yeah. Except for it's Vegas <laughs> and it's casino. Yeah.
2: Uh, by the way, the what well, we've been on, the Jacques trade has become uh, official. Yes, so
1: it did. I oh,
2: was
0: wondering somebody was like, breaking news.
1: Oh, poor cash. Cash. We'll see cash considerations again. I I'm still
0: sure. really want to know how much these cash considerations are. Like how much you spend in. Yeah,
2: I, I, like I said, I think you'd be depressed if you found out uh, if you're some of these guys what that cash that's actually going back is
1: worth. And I kind of like that. I hope they tell him and like post up the number on his locker because he was already motivated by not getting an NBA contract when he first came out. So. Give that guy more motivation. Send
2: $45 to Atlanta.
1: Jesus. You know, insulting.
0: Going back to the Vegas thing, as I know I said everything, and I still stand by that, but there are some fun parts of Vegas. Like you are allowed to do things essentially that you can't do in normal everyday life, and that's kind of fun.
1: Be more specific.
0: Like (laughs) I'm just saying, like the stuff that you can wear in Vegas without anybody like. Batting an eye at you, drinking twenty four seven without any drinking twenty four seven
4: on a sidewalk. Yeah, on a sidewalk.
0: like plus just like just like all the things you can get into that you don't normally get into in one small place. As far as even just the entertainment the, value the slot of machine it, with the
4: panda on it that takes all of your coins is probably my favorite part. <laughs> hey. Okay,
0: there's just a lot to do. You know what I mean? In a very compact place that you don't get in a lot of places.
2: You're wearing your wolf. Uh, if it,
0: yeah, if, we were, if it was <laughs> December, I would wear that.
2: If it wasn't 110 degrees. <laughs> if it wasn't 110
0: degrees, I, 110 degrees, I would absolutely wear it. Um, no, but I mean, I think it's just kind of fun. You could literally make up a whole new person who you are, and everyone would believe it. Like, it's just a...
2: Now we know why she doesn't want to out with us. Summer summer yeah, <laughs>
0: oh,
2: I'm, I'm Adrian Wojnarowski. That's, uh, <laughs> that's Sham Sharania. Nice to meet you.
0: <laughs> Josh said, wearing whatever you want and drinking 24-7 is just a normal day at PHNX. True, true. but not at every company. Here
2: it is, yes. There you go. I think we should get out of here because I think ASU needs the studio Yeah. talk about
4: that. Real quick plug. um, Everybody watching, if you want to stick around for an extra 30 minutes or so, Sean DePaz will be eating Atomic Wings live on air (laughs) from Wingstop. And it is... Can't miss because there's no cutting. It's not like hot ones. He will have to suffer. <laughs> Is life. he going
0: to throw up?
4: I hope so. Glad we're <laughs> I'm glad we were before them and not after them. Yes, the Dude, that's
0: going to be so gross. Ew, I would quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I refuse these working conditions, sir and or ma'am. Um, OK, well, thank you guys for doing it. We appreciate you. If you're heading out to Vegas or honestly, just at all this summer, we want you to stay safe and healthy and the best way you can do that is COVID-19 vaccines. They are free for everyone 5 and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. Keep your head on a swivel for monkeypox, too. <laughs> Until next time, you can follow <laughs> me on Twitter at lindsaysmithaz. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Morgan. You can follow ASPO at ASPO. ASPO, take us home.
2: Remember, Lindsay's excited to act as if she's not Lindsay Smith. Wear whatever she wants, but she's terrified she'll meet Monkey Pox in Vegas. <laughs> Ahoy, hoy, everybody. Never gonna
3: let go. P-H-N-X, though. Lindsay Gerald, Espo. Saw past the ball. We hit to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. Y'all always wrecked the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team moved like the mob. Turn the beat on. I throw it down like D-A on the lot. Best combo since K-J.